Welcome to the 10th episode of the Americana. I'm the host, Keith Johnson. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate you being here for this episode of CDC News Update and a recap of the Clinton's Deadpool. Well, here's a news update directly from the CDC website itself. You want to listen close to this one. They say transparency and vaccine safety are our top priorities for the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention and for the Food and Drug Administration. U.S. government agencies use multiple complementary safety monitoring systems to help detect possible safety signals for vaccines and other medical countermeasures as early as possible and to facilitate further investigation as appropriate. Often these safety systems detect signals that could be due to other factors other than the vaccines themselves. All signals require investigation and confirmation from formal epidemiological studies, when one system detects a signal, the other safety monitoring systems are checked to validate whether the signal represents an actual concern with the vaccine or if it can be determined to be of no clinical relevance. So here we go. Listen to this. It's going to be really subtle. Following the availability and the use updated Equivalent COVID-19 vaccines, the CDC Vaccine Safety Data Link, the VSD, a near real-time surveillance system, met, this is the key word here, it met the statistical criteria to prompt additional investigation into whether it was a safety concern for ischemic stroke in people age 65 or older who have received the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Now, an ischemic Stroke occurs when the blood supply to part of the brain is interrupted or reduced, preventing the brain tissue from getting oxygen and nutrients blockages. Now, that sounds familiar. So what does this mean? Breaking this down, if you got vaccinated, this should interest you. If these asshats are willing to put something like this on their website, this is just the beginning here. The age of 65, don't be confused by that smokescreen. They are slowly entering into public the ideology that they may have fucked up. Just wait. They're making it a slow progression so people don't take to the streets and riot. They saw how crazy people could be with one person they didn't agree with in office. Don't let them find out you killed their family members after they trusted you. What kind of wrath could that bring? I don't know. If you still have not been vaccinated... Well done. If you're strong and healthy, there's no reason to be manipulated by others' opinions. And good on you for the willingness to rise against this insanity. Us unvaccinated, we didn't know in the beginning that COVID wasn't going to be such a small thing to get over. A lot of us were scared as well. But we sure as hell knew that that shit you wanted to put inside of us wasn't safe. And unlike the opinions of the far left, we don't need to have a medical degree to see that something could harm you or that that shit just didn't sound safe. You know, I posted a meme about a year ago and I still laugh about it today when I, uh, when I think about it or sometimes I'll come across and I'll see it. And it's a guy and a girl standing in the rain. The couple is getting totally soaked. She asked him, she asked the man, is it raining? And he says, I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. You know, this couldn't be more accurate of an example of the stupidity of so many looked, how many looked when giving their perspective 
on the vaccine when people were saying, you know, you're not a doctor, so you don't know. Well, let me tell you this. If a licensed general contractor told you that he's just practicing construction, you would never in a million years hire him to let him touch your house. But a doctor that says he's practicing medicine, well, you'll be happy to let him inject your body with whatever substance neither he nor you understand. I mean, I can't make this shit up. Personally, I can't make it up. Did you know that the VAERS system is managed by the CDC and the FDA? Now, this is interesting. And they say it has not seen an increase in reporting of the ischemic strokes following the updated bivalent vaccine. Or, You know, I don't believe that shit for a minute. And that's great and all you say that, but I don't believe that shit. I don't believe anything they say anymore. It's all fucking lies. And why is the VAERS website ran and operated by the CDC in the first place? Why am I the only one asking that question? The CDC has been compromised, in my opinion. VAERS was a system established for us by the U.S. government, or the, by the presidential Ronald Reagan, for the safety and the well-being of society. Not only... You know, it, was, it wasn't meant to be governed by the CDC. And to get updated information by the government, you know, we don't, we don't trust you. We don't trust you anymore. You know, we, we lost that a long time ago. When I look up anything relevant to 9-11 or I try to research anything, I don't get my data from any site that ends with .gov. The system's compromised. VAERS was originally established for our safety, and we clearly see the CDC has no interest in our safety. I hope God helps the ones that took the jab, watches and protects over them. God bless the ones that stood their ground, and may God find you in the afterlife if you had any involvement on the corruption of this COVID madness. And you know who I'm talking about, Dr. Fauci. You don't fucking act like you don't. Speaking of corruption and double standards, switching gears here a little bit. When Martha Stewart was accused of insider trading, she sold 4,000 shares of M-Clone. The day before the firm's stock prices plummeted, she was charged and served time. Like anyone should, you know, you do stupid shit. You get caught time to time. But Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, and her husband Paul Pelosi made out huge on insider trading recently without any question on the subject. You no know, eyebrows raised, no investigation, no arrest. Paul Pelosi, the multimillionaire husband of Speaker of the House, the former Speaker of the House, let's use that word. That sounds really nice. Nancy Pelosi sold 30,000 shares of Google parent stock, Alphabet Inc. One month prior to the Department of Justice announcement, of that antitrust lawsuit against the tech giant according to financial disclosures filed with the White House representatives. Now, do you know who would have had a direct link to the data from the Department of Justice? Nancy Pelosi would have, that's who. They're all tied together in a huge corruption ring funded by tax dollars, our tax dollars. They keep demanding our tax dollars every April or face serious consequences, they say. And they keep doing illegal shit with theirs. 
and facing zero consequences. Now, you know, both Nancy and Paul knew and had info that definitely initiated the sell and would clearly fit the description of insider trading. You're married, you're in the same house, possibly even in the same bed. Sorry about putting that vision in your head. And is it just me or does Paul look like Magneto from the X-Men? But anyway, but you know, you can't tell me that they didn't discuss this. The documents filed at the house notes that each transaction could have potentially evolved 500 to a million. It's interesting to me that they aren't really totally sure of how much profit they made by doing this. But taken together, the trades involved 30,000 shares. They say somewhere in the ballpark of 1.5 million to 3 million in assets. Really? You're the federal government and you don't know the exact amount? That's interesting. Yeah, because you're not looking and you're not interested in looking. It's like the deaths around the Clintons. The Clintons have had more cover-ups than any litter box in the United States, but yet they never seem to be linked to any deaths. Our country's political hierarchies are notorious for getting passes. Meanwhile, we have men and women locked up for a lot less shit in this country. Bogus weed charges and low-level crimes that often see more time than any politician could ever imagine getting in their whole entire time of serving in office. Take, for instance, the Clintons. Most don't even want to talk about them just because of the sheer fact that folks wind up dead around them. And I'm not just talking about Benghazi. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recommend you to do a little homework here if you're listening to this. Go. This is a fun assignment. I promise it won't be disappointing. Watch a movie called 13 Hours if you haven't seen it already. It's The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. It's a great look into how our political leaders will abandon you in a time of need when their political agendas outweigh human life. Like the Clinton's body count, for instance. It's an interesting topic. Well, here's a brief rundown of not all, but some. Mary Mohan was a 25-year-old intern set to testify against Bill Clinton for sexual harassment before getting gunned down at a Starbucks. Wrong place, wrong time. Maybe. Victor Razor II was a national finance co-chairman for Bill Clinton. Plane crash. Sometimes pilots don't pay attention, I guess. They said it was an altitude problem and he was too close to mountains. It's kind of stupid. Although it was a clear day when the crash occurred. Hmm. Made it a little less believable. Vince Foster, former partner in the Rose Law Firm with Hillary Clinton, chief counsel to the president. It was said that Vince had an extraordinary amount of knowledge concerning Whitewater and other Clinton bureaucratic scandals. story they wanted you to believe here was on his day of his death, he was at the White House eating his lunch, grabbed a newspaper, headed out the door, drove to his Georgetown home where he grabbed a gun, drove to Arlington, Virginia, walked deep into the woods and shot himself. That seems pretty believable. Kathy Ferguson, wife of Arkansas patrolman Danny Ferguson, who claimed he brought Paula Jones to the Clinton's hotel room. Kathy was someone who knew about the woman Clinton would have police bring. And when she told police about it, she was later found dead with a pistol in her right hand, shot behind her left ear. Well, that was fucking smart. Think about that. 
Think about that for a second. Pistol in the right hand, shot behind the left ear. Do the math on that one. If Paula would have been a witness against Clinton, it would have been damaging to the Clinton's reputation and ruined him politically. Kathy was killed in 1994. Just out of curiosity, how many people do you think you could be around personally, dying by suicide, before they started to investigate you? I guarantee you had two people that committed suicide around you, even one, and you're going to be investigated. Luther Parks. Now this one is what happens when you threaten the Clinton. Parks owned, he owed $81,000, or Parks was owed $81,000, mind you, from Bill Clinton for providing security for the former governor. Parks kept a file about Clinton's dealings while he was providing security. After publicly threatening to talk if he wasn't paid, Parks was gunned down in Little Rock by four or five assailants. Parks' son was quoted saying, they had my father killed to save Bill Clinton. Luther Gerald Parks was killed in 1993. Commerce Secretary Ron Brown again ties the Clinton plane crash, 1996. The attorney for Dan Lasseter, the another one tied, that's tied, another one that died of suicide. Dan Lasseter uh, is a friend of Bill Clinton who is indicted on drug charges and sent to prison. I guess Bill doesn't like to see his friends get poor representation. Herschel Friday ties the Clinton plane crash in 1994. Now here's a really interesting one though. Bill Clinton's penthouse pet lover. Now, he was a governor at the time. She died in a mysterious house fire that her sister said she had believed it was a cover-up to cover up the affair with the then Arkansas governor. Judy Gibbs died in 1986. Ronald Brown, plane crash, again affiliated with the Clintons, plane crash in 1994, died. Ronald Brown's lawyer was also murdered in a drive-by shooting the day after Ronald's plane crash. Lots of bad luck around these people, the Clintons knew. And you know, you can't question whether Bill had a shady, weak mind when it came to women. I mean, he has a really hard time overlooking women that are interested in him. This is why I believe Monica Lewinsky kept the dress that Bill Clinton's DNA was on. You know, at the time... We all thought she was a nut job for doing something like that. I remember, you know, the, the hammering that she took on her character in the news. Even I was thinking, man, she was setting Bill up. You know, what kind of a lady would do that? But interestingly enough, I stopped watching the fucking news. And my brain started functioning a little bit more properly. And I realized later... I came to the ideology that she knew her environment better than most of the others that weren't so lucky. She was very smart to publicly come out about it. I believe it saved her life. And you know, what I think is so interesting about all this isn't the fact that they're doing this shit and getting away with it. It's the fact that they've never seemed to have been investigated for it. A real investigation on allegations of murder. I guess you got to be somewhat of an easier target like the Tiger King before you risk investigating solicitation of murder. It's fucking weird. Well, out of the nine people who might have 
had damaging evidence and information that would hurt the president, Mr. Bill Clinton. They've committed suicide officially. And another, some 41 have died in random plane crashes. That's an astonishing amount of people dying around these people. These two politicians, the husband and wife death duo. But what could possibly be the driving factor for doing such a heinous crime? What could be so important that taking someone's life was necessary to protect your own ass? See, this is how fucked up these politicians are. They get so wrapped up in their political agendas and winning political powerful seats in this country, the most prestigious office, right, that has to offer, that nothing will stand in their way. Bill and Hillary both are two really dangerous politicians who I believe would stop at nothing to keep their claws sunk deep into the political world's hierarchy. Power for some people rots their core, their human fibers, and their grasp on humanity, similar to the moral and ethical greed we've seen from money and how it negatively impacts those that get large sums of it quickly. You know, politicians like this need to be identified and removed as candidates from any future office positions our country has to offer. The mere toxic environment they bring to America shouldn't even be presented as an option for us to vote on. We need to pass a bill and legislation that does extensive psychological background checks on these people before coming into office and call references. At least with Bill and Hillary, they might have been excused from damaging our country since I don't think either one of them have any references left living. When people die, the circumstances surrounding the event should be investigated. You know, our country prioritizes financial loss evaluators like the IRS and auditors to look for ways our good working class men and women are shorting the tax mandates imposed by our government. Meanwhile, we have virtually zero accountability when it comes to investigating tragic human life events, random deaths, suicides, or murders surrounding politicians. And to reflect back to my earlier mentioning of Benghazi, you know, this incident occurred with the presidential election just some 56 days away from the events that surrounded Benghazi, Barack Obama in unison with Hillary Clinton, rather than tell the American people the truth and increase the risk of losing an election for the Democratic Party. No, they wouldn't do that. The administration told one story privately and a different story to the American public. Now, if you watch the movie 13 Hours, it will for sure motivate you to understand more and to give you a small glimpse on how fucked up our government can be. These people died because of fear that negative repercussions would occur if this shit show got out. Instead of saving men behind enemy lines, they rolled the dice to see if the problem would iron itself out. And it didn't. And remember this. As the Clintons... When it comes to unexplained deaths, once is a coincidence, two is a trend, three is a problem, seven is a catastrophe. And when it comes to the Clintons, how about 56? Keep your eyes open.
trust no politician and always vote for less government and less laws. We have enough government to kill half a nation and enough laws to incarcerate the remaining. Thanks for listening in. I hope you follow along to the next episode. I'm your host, Keith Johnson, and this is The Americana. <laughs>